The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 841 of Farlands or Bust. That's right, a full verified episode for your YouTube and podcast, but also streaming earballs coming right at you here for your uh, Wednesday, February 8th. 2023 being recorded live on Twitch the day before, naturally. Uh, let's grab this tree. I'm a little bit low on wood, and I don't see any in the upcoming desert. Uh, so let's grab this wood, and then we will continue west towards the Farlands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. Continuing on. I have what I think is a topic of discussion that should last the whole episode. I fear that it won't, but my brain the last few days has been stuck on a very silly, stupid internet viral Twitter query. A, a, it's, it's not even, it's a hypothetical, like, meant-to-be-viral thing. It's like, what would you rather do? Have pineapple on pizza or marry an octopus? And, like, you're supposed to derive some sort of moral or personality traits out of that. But this one, for whatever reason... Like, was definitely a brain worm. A brain octopus. Um, for me. And it's probably because it deals with the past. And and my brain and my, my particular flavor of... Um, let's call it psychosis. <laughs> I was trying to search for a friendlier term. Um, uh... Yeah, no, let's do that. Brain tickle? Uh, my particular flavor of uh, mental health is uh, rooted in rumination, in thinking about the past, regrets, wanting to change decisions, etc., etc. We've discussed this before. Um, so this one really struck a chord with me. But the question was, as I saw it, I haven't even like looked back to try to seek it out. I might have even misinterpreted it. But the question was, would you rather be given $10 million right now or go back to when you were 10 years old but with all of the knowledge you have today? So, be given $10 million right now and just continue your life but with $10 million or go back in time to when you're 10 years old, but maintain all of the knowledge that you have right now. 
And a lot of people, a lot of people are taking the 10 million. A lot of people are taking the 10 million. Except Lethos. Lethos and I are on team time travel. I mean, there's, 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 and this is, this is where the discussion begins. Capybara. Iron Fox, because <laughs> that's the correct answer. <laughs> Everybody else fails this test. We'll hold you back a grade. But first of all, going back to being 10 years old, just practically means you get an extra, at least in my case, an extra 30 years of life, an extra 30 years of lifespan. I feel like that's worth more than $10 million, personally. Uh, I suppose if you're younger, that might mean less. Maybe you only gain 15 or 20 years by going back to when you were 10 years old. Um, so I suppose that decision is a little bit less obvious in that space. But for me, I suppose selfishly, that would be a positive. Um, there's the kind of gotcha thing where like, oh, if you go back to when you were 10 or 30 years ago, I'm just saying for me, well, you could probably like have the foreknowledge. You know, it's like Marty McFly with the, with the sports almanac. The foreknowledge of certain bets you could make or, or investments you could make where you potentially could have $10 million by the time 2023 rolls around again. I'm not so sure about that. I didn't do the math. Um, I feel like to have $10 million now, you'd at least probably in 1991, which is when I was, or 1992 rather, was when I was 10, uh, you'd probably have to have started with maybe like a million dollars, which my family didn't have. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Um, and also as a 10-year-old, it might be a little bit difficult to convince my parents to invest in the currently failing computer hardware company known as Apple um, or any other thing like that. I mean... Maybe I could tell them to bet on the Bulls to get a three-peat. What year was that? <laughs> what year was what year was sports? Um, but even then, we're probably... Even if I could convince them to invest in Apple, at the most, I don't know, $5,000? $10,000 maybe they could possibly do if that was like all their savings? Then what would that be in 2023? I doubt it would be $10 million. Um, I suppose I could wait another 10 years until the year 2000 and then make my own financial choices. But even then, as a 20-year-old, there was no boundless wealth to choose from 
The only thing I'm thinking is... And it's, it, honestly, it sounds like I'm, I'm making the case against myself, against the choice here. But hold on, I'm getting there. Um, the only thing I can think of is, like, maybe, maybe back in the 90s, buy the domain twitter.com or google.com or thefacebook.com. That would be interesting, but then I wonder how that would change history. Maybe the only reason they chose Google is because it was available as a domain name. If it wasn't, maybe we would all be f flabbering things up on the internet instead of Googling things up on the internet. Um, or maybe it's not Twitter, maybe it was called Flitter or you know, something like that. So I don't, I don't know that holding on to these domains is going to make a large amount of cash. The only thing I could think that would make some easy money in like the late 90s, and you'll have to look up when this actually was, was if, with the foreknowledge of course, you brought all this knowledge back to when you were 10 years old, uh, is to usurp the million dollar webpage idea. I don't know how many people remember the million dollar webpage. The original, the actual, the one that worked. That would be an easy 600,000 after taxes or whatever. And that would be a pretty good cushion. That would be a pretty good cushion that could theoretically turn into 10 million by the year 2023. I don't know. Being as I went back to being 10 years old and I still have all of my knowledge of website programming and design. And when I say all of my knowledge, I mean my very limited and slowly wasting away knowledge. <laughs> and that's that's the other catch, Timo Warner. You're like, well, if you do a little bit of research, you could look up the lottery numbers. I'm assuming the catch is you get you go it like the genie is posing the question to you and needs an answer right now. You have to pick either the ten million dollars or the 10-year-old, 40-year-old, <laughs> um, with whatever knowledge you have right now. No no looking up stock numbers, lottery numbers, sports, almanacs. Just go with what you have. And in that case, I would be kind of screwed as far as the knowledge I have in my brain. Um... But yeah, so I was even, I even had dreams about this. I had dreams I like went back in time to like my middle school and stuff just because this question was just like eating away at my adubla oblongata. <laughs> uh, so let's, speaking of which, go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And awakeness. All right, continuing on. So let's say that maybe making obscene amounts of money simply by having the knowledge and returning to 1992 is a little bit off the table. I see some other people saying like, oh man, 10 years old? I'd have to go through middle school and high school again? That would be horrible. 
And true, middle school and high school were pretty horrible. Elementary school wasn't too great for me either. But I feel like going through it again with the knowledge that we have, with the retrospective that we have, I suppose, would make it not only easier, but a, a, like you could make a better experience of it. I feel like a lot of the problems of middle school and high school are simply a 15-year-old's lack of scope and what is actually important in the world. But with that sort of perspective, I think it would be easier to cope with or shrug off or concentrate on things that are actually important and move through it from there. Um, that really doesn't change the perspective of the other kids, which are generally terrible and have equally, if not worse, perspective on their surroundings and the others around them. But I, th I think that would be a good thing. <laughs> I think that would be a good thing. OI27 is saying, imagine how boring all the classes are when you already know all the stuff. I'm sorry, were your middle school and high school classes not already boring the first time through? <laughs> That's my first point. My second point is, I've forgotten everything from middle school and high school classes. <laughs> I have completely forgotten everything. So it would be all new to me. And again, I would be approaching them from, I think, a perspective of what is important or not. I'd be able to pick and choose the things to concentrate on and perhaps focus on. I often say I think I missed out on trying out music. I would like to try out music. Maybe try out different clubs. Um... Maybe I would like to put myself on more of a science, space science, climate science sort of path. And especially in the early 90s, that was barely, you know, recycling was starting. Uh, so to be on the forefront of that, I don't think would be bad. Um... And yeah, like being able to choose, and I, I guess these are the selfish things, being able to choose uh, a more directed path. And I suppose that comes from somebody who had zero path whatsoever and was just kind of floating through the ether throughout the majority of their teens and 20s without any sort of aim or purpose. Um, some say I'm still drifting through the ether without any sort of aim or purpose. Um, but yeah, that would be helpful. Think of all the ex-partners you could never meet. That, I mean, that's the selfish thing too. That's another, that's another thing that tripped me up in the brain places is what I, what about the girlfriend? Wouldn't I want to be with them? Probably, but would that mean I would want to, like, track them down early? Would I want to track the girlfriend down early and, like, try to get together from an earlier point? 
would we even be compatible? Or are we only compatible now in our lives after the experiences that we've had? It, it would be theoretically possible. She had extended family that lived in the Chicago suburbs where I had extended family and visited a lot. Um, I could theoretically, with the knowledge I have, arrange it so that I could run into her or something when we're like 15, but would we, would she even like me? Would we even, would we even get along? Like that sort of thing uh, is a bit of an issue. Would I make different relationship choices? Yes. I think I would still perhaps want to seek out the people I am friends with. Uh, I would make different friends. I would definitely, like one of the first things I would do is cut off, uh, I suppose, what through my childhood and teens would be considered my quote-unquote close friends. I had two close friends. These are the two close friends that abandoned me to get arrested. Um, who in retrospect were simply friends of convenience because they lived nearby. And one of their older sisters was friends with my older sister. Um, an event like I have no idea where I, they might be dead. They, have, they very much, their lives, as we went through high school and got older and older, definitely went on a path to where they probably might not be living right now. I don't know. I don't have Facebook. I never signed up for Facebook with my high school, so I literally have zero contact with anybody through middle school, high school, uh, even college for that matter. Uh, it would be very difficult to kind of hide my future man <laughs> mind because I would go back in time and then have to go to school and be like, oh, you, I remember you, that guy, who remembers that guy? <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking about? We just saw each other at the end of the last school year. I'm also assuming that I go back to when I'm 10 years old, like my 10th birthday, which is conveniently in the summer. So I wouldn't be like in the middle of a class and live through the nightmare of being like, oh crap, what 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 homework is due? You know, I get to start get to start fresh, get to start fresh. So yeah, I would definitely choose different friends. And again, this is coming from like the perspective. A very much uh, youth is wasted on the young sort of perspective of like, okay, now I know what's important. Now I could know people in retrospect who maybe would be more reliable friends lifetime friends if that uh, I know how to pick them <laughs> and how to treat them and how I should be treated in return and this was another thing lethos this was another thing there's the selfish things like choosing new career paths or interests or million dollar web page uh, 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 choosing different friends. I, I feel like those might be selfish. It would be tainted by by what would feel like an obligation to history to like, like you say, prevent 9-11. Um, and this is where I get tripped up a lot. I would want to try to prevent 9-11 I think we can all agree it was a bad thing. Um, 
But I don't... That it would, it would be a test of how powerful one person is. Especially, at least at the time, a 19-year-old person is. And again, if it's the caveat that you only go back to being 10 years old with the knowledge you have now, yes, no, no research. I don't... I don't remember... I don't remember the flight numbers. I don't remember the names of the hijackers. I I don't even remember where they departed from. I think it was like New York and Boston. All I remember is the date and roughly like the time early in the morning, 9 a.m. or 8.30 or something. I don't remember. So with that, could I do anything? W would I be able to warn the FBI that in, in a flight school in Florida, Florida, there's some Saudi Arabians taking flight classes. They already knew that. <laughs> That's the problem. They already knew that, and they didn't do anything. Or they didn't communicate with the CIA to, uh, to take any action on that. I suppose at the, at the most, I could, like... And this is all hypothetical. I'm not. This is not stuff I am doing or going to do or ever have done. But at the most, like the day of, I would call. I could like call in a a, a bomb threat or something to evacuate the building to at least reduce the loss of life. Uh, but yeah, then I would risk becoming a suspect and then going to jail and forfeiting these extra these extra years of my life that I have magically gained from the viral question genie. Um, and that's where the selfish versus selfless kind of aspects come into play. I know, I, but all of these thoughts make it sound like going back in time is the wrong choice, but I would still choose it. I would still choose it. And don't worry, there's more thoughts where that came from. And awakeness. And continuing on. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, and then there's even, like, smaller things. Like, could I prevent, uh, like, the Columbia space shuttle disaster? Probably not. <laughs> uh, I was in college at the time. They, again, there were people in NASA who were raising red flags, and uh, they still did nothing. And uh, it still crashed. Uh, could I warn Japan about the earthquake and tsunami? Could I warn uh, the whole, that other tsunami, Southeast Asia, uh, Indonesia? I, I, I don't think so. It, 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 I would like to try, but I don't think it's possible for one person. And I don't even think it's possible. Somebody earlier in chat said like, oh, you just, you can make a fortune by like telling the future and getting it right. People love that stuff. Do they though? <laughs> Do they? That would be almost like I would need to become a charlatan and just like grift people out of money. And even if I did have some sort of track record of guessing all the world events, 
why would anybody believe me? Why would anybody be like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll evacuate those buildings. Or Okay, yeah, we'll watch out for this virus in China. I mean, th again, there were people <laughs> who were telling and warning everybody in like November of 2019. Um, but, you know, Trump shut down the United States pandemic response team. Um, could I prevent Trump from becoming president? Not without going to jail, <laughs> probably. You can tell people about global warming so we can stop. I mean, yeah, that's tough. I mean, that, that might be like a a career path. Like the only thing, the only way to effectively change the world, I feel like, would be to get in early on something and like become an expert on it and then be one of the people who hopefully could change or stop or contribute to something scientifically, journalistically, politically. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like my immediate reasons would be more selfish. It certainly, it wouldn't erase any of the bad things that happened throughout childhood. But it, it would be one heck of a, it would be one heck of a, a, an immersion coping mechanism. What is that? It's immersion therapy, yeah. <laughs> that would be a real, that would be a real study for psychologists. But then there's also the worry of, like, I, th I think, well, I, all the people in Star Trek are, like, important. Uh, but I feel like Star Trek in time travel really over-exaggerates the effect of one person traveling back in time being able to change everything. Like, I could only see, like, little things. Like, if I bought Google.com, the domain, that doesn't stop Google from existing. Or doesn't make me the Google. It just means that they're going to choose Zoogle or something. And then, from now on, everything is called Zoogle. My Zoogle phone. And did you Zoogle it? <laughs> you know... Uh, I mean, even if you stopped 9-11, it probably would have slowed the country's descent into kind of the, the right-wing Islamophobia sort of homeland security uh isolationist path it's headed on but would that have stopped it that was going on since nixon reagan era i mean could you stop george w bush from stealing the 2000 election so yeah it's a real uh it it's a real brain twister 
I'm trying to th think of what other things I was thinking about. I think just like immediately going back and being 10 years old, I think immediately the more difficult thing, saying again, changing my perspectives and, and priorities and figuring out and already knowing what is important and what isn't important, the most difficult thing would be convincing my parents that this whole church thing, this whole church and communion and confirmation classes I have to go to every week, that's going to be a hard no for me. I'd like to do other things with my time, please and thank you. Um, anything. I'll Instead of that, I'll volunteer at a food uh, uh, pantry or uh, animal shelter. Or I'll, I'll pick up trash on the side of the road. Anything is more productive than any of that time. That would be a difficult task to uh, to convince my parents uh of that not impossible but that might cause some some strife also it'd be very weird if a 10 year old suddenly started using words like strife <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> they might think something's up But I don't think the conclusion would come down to, oh, he's time-traveled. He, he's, he's a 40-year-old, 10-year-old. <laughs> I bequeath you, please, indeed, whatnot, and etc. I mean, even, even like, starting YouTube earlier, I mean, that could make me $10 million. I, I, look at me, I'm the Captain Sparkles now. Um, but I suppose even, even if I had a redo, I, w I might, would not, you know, maybe I would find something more... You know, the reason I started the YouTube was because the job I was in sucked. Um, and I hated it. So if I, if I had navigated my second path in a different direction, a different direction, a different direction, would I have even ended up doing the YouTube? So yeah, I would I would choose go back to be 10 years old. Again, it seems very selfish. And 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 I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do to the girlfriend. But I feel like it would be possible to reconvene, like realign some stars to end up with the same people that are important. What about buying Bitcoin in, like, 2010? I heard about Bitcoin, like, in 2006. And even then I thought it was stupid. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's some of those where that's, like, that's still a scam and very harmful to the environment. Like, would it make it okay if I made $10 million out of it? But what happens to the girlfriend that exists now in this time? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm in the new time. I'm in. I'm back ten years old. Everything is reversed, and I'm the only one with the knowledge. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some morality choices to make. 
You know, you can bet somebody $10 million that a meteor is going to explode over Chelyabinsk, Russia. I don't remember the date, so I would get that wrong, but... Then that's just... flimflammery. So essentially, you're killing everyone else in the whole world right now. Well, now you're just thinking about time travel problems. See, now you're you're getting too literal. I I have a problem with making hypotheticals too literal, but that's too literal. Time travel is is uh is relative to the observer, and in this scenario, I'm the observer. Or if you choose. 10 years old, over $10 million, you're the observer. And as we've discussed, probably don't have that much sway in the overall ins and outs of the progression of history to be able to, say, prevent anyone who is currently alive from being alive. Or vice versa. I, that is hold, that is one of the other catches, however. That is one of the other catches that I need to get to, which is why we're extending this another day. There is, a, there is another time travel gotcha. And we will get to that in the morning. And awakeness. So yeah, I said one of the benefits would be to extend your life an additional however many years it is between 10 years old and now. For me, 30 years. So I get an additional 30 years on the clock. Unless, unless all of the choices I've made in this current timeline are choices in which I'm still alive at 40 years old. And if I deviate too much from that, or like I said, try to stop 9-11 and then become implicated, what if I end up in an accident? <laughs> what if, you know, and then I'm not around in, at 40. You know, that that's kind of a, huh. You'd have to... It would be very f freeing and very, like, it would grant that new perspective to relive your life like that. But I feel like you'd also have to tread with a bit more care. <laughs> uh, which isn't a bad thing. I don't think. I don't think it's a... I, don't, I, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's also not unnatural, I think, for younger people to be a little bit more careless and older people to have more care. Like, oh, I made it this far. I better not mess things up. <laughs> I better I better not... I, I, I better not accidentally... I, you know, I put this much work into staying alive.
so yeah, there's that. I mean, I suppose, I suppose there are a few occasions where I would perhaps be able to save a life that otherwise... Because there, there, like, there was a teacher, like a very, like, one of the, like, favorite teachers in our middle school who got killed by a drunk driver. Um, of course, I don't remember the exact details, the date, or circumstances. And it's not like stopping this teacher in the hallway for an extra five minutes is going to delay their life f five minutes so that they miss the accident. Um, but there are situations like that that would be nice to have an effect on. But I think I think the root the root of the hypothetical is would you rather relive your life or would you rather continue your life but with ten million dollars? Um, see the ten million dollars is spooky. Don't pick the ten million dollars spooky noises. True, and also having to walk a line between taking advantage of knowledge and wisdom and foresight and making it too obvious. But again, even if I was obvious, there are a lot of people... <laughs> there's there's a lot of people who have businesses who plaster it all up and down their their, their websites and their, their, their storefronts that they have psychic future powers and nobody takes them seriously. Yeah, you'll just be oh. weird. <laughs> you'll just be weird. Um, and I, I think it would also give, again, for selfish reasons, personal perspective on my own, like I said, my own flavor of psychosis or neurodivergence. That was the kind word I was looking for before. I had, you know, we all, I think, probably, uh, unless we we're very lucky, had to live through our childhoods and teen years and 20 years without the sort of knowledge that would have been helpful about how our brains might be different from other people's brains um, and how that affects how we perceive the world. That would have been very helpful at 10 years old. To be like, oh, that's why. That's why this is an awkward situation for me, but nobody else. That's why. I can't look anybody directly in the eye when I'm talking to them. Would I be able to explain that to people, though? Would they understand? 1991 was a very different time. <laughs> I mean, we just ended. We just watched. We're watching through Next Generation again, and it was the uh, the androgynous uh, species. I forgot the name of the species episode. Where like they don't have any sex, and there's this whole very long, one of the longest uh, uh, dialogue parts in the entire episode where Riker is trying to discuss uh, with the one species member about like what do I what do I call you them. It? Do I just call you it? If I can't say he or she, I'm lost. 
And they're like, yeah, there is no word in your language that's non-binary, I guess. It's a real tough translation. <laughs> they, like, that's how different the world was. Whereas even now, within the last five years, it's like, well, duh. <laughs> it's, it's they, them, you are non-binary. Come on, Riker. So yeah, that would be a little bit tough. And perhaps... And perhaps uh, would set one apart as an outcast. Kids in language in the 90s. I mean, I suppose, I don't know. Maybe, maybe kids in language in the 2020s are also very obtuse and uh, not politically correct. But in the 90s, it was particularly brutal. And I don't know if stopping everybody in their tracks and being like, let's not use that word and this is why, then I would end up being called that word over and over and over again. Um, but I would know how to deal with it as a 40-year-old, 10-year-old. <laughs> I would know I'm right and they are wrong. So yeah, that I as as it did take more than a whole episode and there's even more thoughts that I have like in my brain about like yeah, you could also like, let's be honest. Oh, I could make Facebook, but Mark Zuckerberg, bird. <laughs> We're gonna call him Zuckerberg from now on. Don't identify him. Uh, had already a leg up, as in a financial leg up. What with going to Harvard and stuff. Uh, just as Larry Page and Bezos, uh, they all had their very rich and Musk, obviously for that matter. They're very rich up upbringings. They already started out on a very high pedestal. That it was quite easy for them to reach an even higher one. But I myself, if I, from 10 years old, decided to dedicate myself to like computer programming and web integrations and those sorts of technologies, could I have created a Twitter that would have been as successful? Or not successful? Or, you know, whatever. Facebook... Google, whatever. Because nothing, nothing, going back to being 10 years old doesn't change anything about your situation when you're 10 years old in this scenario. I don't know. I just remember we called everyone dude no matter what gender. Yeah, dude. Dude was definitely the word I was thinking of. Definitely the word that everybody was calling everybody else. One of the many words in the 1990s, middle schools. Sports betting and lottery numbers are the key, but you don't know them. That's the problem. Ow! Ow! That was a big fall, Wolfie. Good thing I got extra pork chops and or bones, whatever you want to call these. Maybe I will make the Minecraft.
So wait, were you saying dude was bad? No, I'm saying that there were many worse words, but I don't want to say them and you don't need to either. So yeah, that one, uh, that one was a particular, uh, noodle twister. I'll definitely have to bring that up as a topic of conversation with the girlfriend. Because she loves, she loves those, uh, those hypotheticals, as we all know. Would you still love me if I was a worm? Ah, <laughs> uh, she's still sending me a bunch of worm-based memes. But yeah, although I, I think also it's a more interesting choice. Obviously, this isn't going to happen ever. Uh, neither the $10 million nor the going back till you're 10 years old. Um, but it's the more interesting thing to answer. Because, like, anybody can answer, oh, well, if I got $10 million, XYZ is what I would do with it. You know, very practical, very uh, uh, in the realm of of like reality <laughs> that would be but saying go back to be 10 years old with all the knowledge that you currently have chew chew on that chestnut for a while uh i've i've definitely been chewing on it probably a bit too much like i said to the point where i was having dreams and like seeing people in like middle school classes and being like oh yeah i remember you Oh, no, we can't be friends. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. You were not a good friend, despite the fact that I was friends with you for 40% of my life. It's... no. <laughs> uh, it's really weird. It's like, it's like a song that gets stuck in your head, except it's a stupid internet question that you saw on Twitter one day. Anyway, you know what else gets stuck in my head? The end of the episode song for Far Lands or Bust, and you're about to hear it right now. Uh, thank you so much for watching. I do appreciate it. This was, this was a real episode. Remember these? When I had stuff to talk about? Wow. Classic. Far lands are bust. Um, thank you so much for watching. Uh, check out KurtJMac.com. My crowning achievement of web development. <laughs> of web development with my Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> um, for all the other ways and places you can find me and support me on the internet or farlandsorbus.com to learn more about the series. Uh, thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Spooky noises. This is a Far Lands or Bust first, but I think I'm going to have to invoke an auditory hidey hole paradox because I had a thought that I forgot to address during this episode in response to the 10-year-old or $10 million hypothetical question that I feel like would have been a good conclusion 
to everything I had said, yet I completely forgot to mention it during the episode, and I didn't want to leave it hanging or have it separated from this episode in the thought, but here it goes. Basically, the question of traveling back in time to when you were 10 years old and trying to decide all the things you would change to undo regrets or make different decisions or change the course of your life is an interesting thought experiment that can be applied instead of to the past, but to the future. It gets you to think about, well, in my case, 40-year-old me, what would I do differently if I were sent back as 10-year-old me? How does that apply to 30 years in the future? 70-year-old Kurt J. Mack, can I consider what decisions, path, uh, priorities, 70-year-old me would have 40-year-old me look at and change the course or decisions or interests or priorities that would lead towards 70-year-old me. Perhaps this could be taken as inspirational. Me? I think it's a little bit rude, 70-year-old Kurt J. Mack. That's a lot of pressure to put on me <laughs> to try to see into the future and try to stand up and say, I'm going to do this different if I haven't done anything yet. Will 70-year-old me consider the now 12 years I've spent being a video game Farlander YouTuber Twitcher as, as time wasted? Should I have been pursuing different courses of my life or careers or interests or pursuits to better myself or better the world? I don't know. <laughs> this is too much. Why have you put this on me, 70-year-old Kurt J. Mack? And then we can back up and perhaps forgive 10-year-old, 15-year-old, 20-year-old Kurt J. Mack or yourselves, if perhaps you're along for the same journey in this hypothetical question, and forgive those versions of ourselves for making the choices that they did, having skewed priorities, because they didn't have the benefit of the doubt of current you. Um, and and perhaps, perhaps that's a little bit um, reassuring. Perhaps you can kind of get past some of those decisions, those mistakes, those traumas, um, but also perhaps inspirational to think about future you and what sort of decisions you would make based on the difference in age and experience and choices and paths you could have taken. This has been my TED Talk. Thank you for listening.